Welcome to this episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. I'm Eric. And I'm Angie. We are married with a ton of kids. We have six kids total. He has three and I have three. My name's Hallie and I love riding horses. I'm Lexi and I love agriculture. My name's Carter and I love eating. My name's Chase and I love lifting weights. My name's Summer and I love spending my parents' money. I'm Dane and I love baseball. Our show is about our blended, blessed, and always a mess life. And our hope is if you find yourself in the same situation we are in, that by sharing our story, all the fun, and all the mess, the challenges we are experiencing, it will give you some inspirations, laughs, and community, knowing you are not alone in this mess. We appreciate you spending time with us. Let's dive in. Today's episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess is brought to you by top-notch clothing. You know, our family loves to stay in shape, and so we need a lot of different workout gear. And myself, Angie, and the kids have started to love wearing top-notch. They've got men's and women's apparel, shorts, t-shirts, leggings. The fit on it is so good, and I love their hats. I'm a big hat guy, and you can literally get the hat super dirty, and it just washes right off with some soap and water. It's absolutely fantastic. Look, if you haven't found workout gear that works for you, then check out the website, T in clothing.com and you can get 15% off your first order when you use promo code blessed at checkout top-notch clothing check them out tnclothing.com welcome to this week's episode of blended blessed and always a mess where we must start by saying happy mother's day thank you that's oh i was to everyone oh sorry but i, I would, thought you it was know, just to me you know what i have you were looking day at me to you and to my mother and your beautiful mama and all the moms that are listening today. So many different forms and shapes and sizes that we'll talk about as we go through the episode. But it felt like a time, we've had several great guests on, it's been awesome. It felt like a time to sit back and reflect on what it's like to be a mom. And not just you, but many moms that listen to our podcast take on several different forms. That may be as a bonus mom, it may be as a bonus aunt or grandparent or whatever they have to be. And so we're going to talk about a lot of things. And it's truly, I would say, I believe this as a man, as a husband, as a dad, being a mom is the hardest job there is. I really think that. I don't think there's anything else you can say that being a mom is harder than being a dad. I believe that. I would not disagree with that statement. <laughs> I didn't expect you to. It's, it's, it's real. We are aligned. Yeah. It's the hardest job, but it's also the most rewarding. But it is hard. Yeah. You guys get all the shit. I think that's fair to say. I think moms get more shit than dads. Oh, totally. But it's because I think kids feel better with their mom than their dad. <laughs> I really think that, right? Like, I could be wrong. In some instances, I'm sure it's never 100% true. But most of the time, you guys have the most rewarding and the most difficult job all at the same time. Well, we can just unpack why. Why do we get all the shit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Part of it is I I feel like it's because what truly makes a mom, and doesn't mean your biological mom or it could be any form of a mom, is that you you have unconditional love for your kids. And they know that. They feel that. That you're going to love them no matter what. I tell my kids all the time, it doesn't matter what you do. I'm always going to love you. It's a Jesus agape-like love when it comes to your kids as a mom, I think. Yes, totally. Yeah. I think that's what we were created for yeah. is to be there 
through the suck with the kids and love them so hard and so unconditional. I mean, how many times do you see a kid really mess up and the mom's still loving them hard, right? I mean, the way Jesus loved us hard when we mess up. Moms do that all the time. It's a, it, yeah. it's a good and the bad. The mom shows up. You show up. You're there mm-hmm. every single time. Totally get it. And you're connected, right? Because you grew them in your belly. I, soul I, connected. Soul connected. I tell my kids all the time. They look at me like I have three eyeballs. Like, I know your soul. You look at them and you know if they've had a bad day. They don't even have to say anything. You know what they're feeling. I can read them. And, you know, so many times I'm like, what's wrong? Nothing! <laughs> like, I can tell something's wrong. Like, and I tell them all the time, I'm connected to your soul. Yeah. Uh, you've been saying that since I met you. <laughs> I'm connected to your soul. You'd say it to Hallie, and anybody. They, like, I think they get it now. I think they get it. They know. It's so funny because Summer was at a Bible camp. Was that last summer? It was last summer. Yeah. And we ended up getting this notification that there was a, a lice breakout. <laughs> and I'm like, I felt it to my core that Summer was in a panic mode and wanted me to pick her up. You can't call him. can't talk to him. I did call and say, could you check with her to see? And they really didn't want to check with her. They just said, you know, we're not aware of it. But we did go pick her up early, and immediately she was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you're here. I wanted you to pick me up so early. I'm like, I'm connected to your soul. I, I mean, know. You and Summer are the definition of, like, soul sisters, though, right? I mean, you guys are, like, super, super, super tight. Because you've seen it through a different lens at a different age. But I really have that connection with all my kids. Like I just, I've seen more Chase, too, yeah. I know them. I know what they're thinking. So that's a blessing and a curse, actually. <laughs> I think the other thing that makes moms so special is that you just have that strength to protect. Like dads do, too, but like in a nurturing way, not I'm going to come in and beat your ass way. It's not their ass. Like I'm going like to beat someone's ass someone, that hurts you. Right. That protective, like powerful force where yours is more nurturing moms are more loving protection and just the power to like fuel their soul and you know we kind of have a little bit of a healing ability i would agree with you yeah and i just feel like and this might just be me but i feel like there's this that power to protect and fight for your kids no matter what like an instinct around moms of like don't mess with my kid (laughs) (laughs) Good <laughs> dads have that too. Yeah. But moms, I feel like it's a little bit of a different spin and like a crazy. A little bit, yeah. It could be a little crazy side. Yeah, that's okay. I think it's perfectly okay. Because you grew them in your belly. Because I grew you in my belly. If I had a dollar for every time Angie has said that in the last almost four years that we've been together, I'd have a lot of dollars. Well, let's be real. Let's be real, because I know we've got a lot of female listeners. I think it's about 85%. (laughs) A lot more than men, yeah. If you've had the ability to grow a human in your belly, it is a weird thing. Like, it's kind of crazy that you can... It's a miracle. Grow, and you go through all the suck. I mean, even if you... And on a stage in your life where you've had a baby, you still have to go through the motions every damn month. <laughs> Didn't think about that, but you're correct. Every Got month it. to prepare for that. Damn you, like, Eve, and that apple. Ugh. Yes. So there's a ton of suck that comes with the ability to grow a human in your belly. So again, it goes back to 
Moms get the shitty <laughs> side of it. We go through all this stuff. You're so connected. You have the strength to protect and nurture and heal. And, you, and you're also, like, never alone in your thoughts. Like, I can't just think about me and what I need. It's always like there's two or three different components to it of, like, what do I need? Oh, shoot. You know, what do my kids need? And so there's always this, like, second thought to everything. You think about yourself, but then you also think about your kiddos. Could be why we're a little crazy. Yeah. And I, I, dads, definitely, we, we care at a deep level, but we, we're dudes. You don't right? care yet. We're dudes. So we're able to, like, shut certain things off that moms never, ever shut off. Ever. Ever. And that's the beauty of being a mom, for sure. Yeah, Beauty. Yeah. It's a painful beauty, <laughs> as we go. say. It's a there painful beauty of being a mom. Now, here's something else, though, that I want to say, and I have firsthand experience in this regard. Oh, boy. I'm nervous. No, I really do. It, it's that moms have the unique ability to turn a house into a home. Moms are what makes it safe and a home. I've lived on my own. I've been a single dad. You met me at a very mm-hmm. nice house. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with it. No, it, was, it, was a, I mean, it was a house. I would have changed some of the decor. Right. But it was, it was <laughs> again, I'm a dad. It was a house, right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter how big and beautiful the house is. It's a house. When you came in, it became a home. And I think that's what moms do. My kids would say that. Like, you made it a home. Yeah, I would. I agree with you. I would share it even through a different lens myself and that whenever I went through a divorce and I moved out of our home. That scared the crap out of me because I'm like, in my mind, because I never had experienced it before, I was like, oh my gosh, the kids aren't going to want to come to my house because I'm moving out of our home. Mm-hmm. The reality of it is home is wherever you are as a mom. To your point, you create the home. So it didn't matter what size the house, where we lived. It was where I was, and that's where the kids wanted to be. And sometimes you, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that have that fear of like moving. I can't leave. I can't move on from this right. abusive relationship because my kids won't want to come right. to me. We we hear that a lot, and it's I tell them all the time. It doesn't matter where your home is. It's where you are. That's. What kids want that safety net of their mom's arms in a lot of ways. And and they get that from their dad, too. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if you have that fear, it's wherever kids feel safe, wherever you are, wherever they get that safety feeling. Yeah, 100% agree with you on that. It couldn't, couldn't make more sense. But yeah, me. that's all the good stuff. I think that the hard part of the job is just, as we talked about, it's the emotional side of it that moms carry because you... You know, you worry about your kids. I do anyway. I, I want to say this. And I don't, I mean, no disrespect to anybody like my mother, yours. You are, I've said this to you, not just on this podcast. I've said this in front of our kids. You are the greatest mom I've ever seen. That's true. And I know you don't believe that and you don't give yourself that credit. The fact of the matter is, I have never been around a woman that loves her kids as much as you or my kids. Like you have an unconditional love for kids that aren't even yours. And you truly take being a mom to another level. Again, I have my own mom. Your mom's amazing, right? I mean, a lot of great moms that are listening right now. 
So no offense to you, but in my world that I have lived and known for 40 plus years, Angie's the best mom that I've I've ever been around. And I'm not saying that because I have to go to bed with her tonight. Right? That's not what I'm saying. Because you want to go on a date tonight? That's is not that what, what I'm you're wanting? I'm, I'm literally saying that because it's true. It's factual. And I've told her that. This is not something that I'm just dropping on her in this podcast. I've said it in front of all of our kids that they are blessed to be around what I believe to be the greatest mom, mother that they could ever be around. You truly, everything that you're saying, you carry all the worry. You carry all the weight. I know I don't. I carry a lot. I do. I really do care. You think things through better than I do. You are always concerned about what the kids are thinking. I definitely don't always think that through. Yeah. It's not. (laughs) I don't think about that. She's the one that's thinking all of those thoughts through in any given moment of any given day. And it's why it's so heavy. And I use the term across to bear as a mom in that regard. Well, I'm not a perfect mom. Well, I didn't say but, that. Okay. 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 Let's just establish this that. Is really, I've, really good. The best one I've been around. But no, I've made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> you must not have been around very many moms. <laughs> Your circle the joke of on that. The is. joke on that is I have. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I think it, to your point, you do get, as a mom, you do get the rawness. And I had one, I had someone tell me one time when the kids were little, because around me, when I would have the kids, especially when the twins were little, they were like, throw fits, be turds, Henri. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, at the end of the day, their dad would be like, oh, they're, they're fine for me. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, there's nothing that pissed me off more. Yeah. Like, what in the hell? Like, I have, I grew you in my belly. I yeah. went through all the suck. I have breastfed you. I have stretch marks to prove it. I worry about them all the time. The nurture, all the things. And why do I get the shit? And I had someone tell me one time, it's because they can be real around you and share their raw emotions. It's actually a gift. They feel safe around you. And that totally changed my perspective. It's so funny. I'll tell a story on Hallie. She would, after she would get off her job and she'd be driving, she'd call me and she would vent about her day. Yeah. yeah. And tell me all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, dear God, what is she like at work? You know? And she would talk about new people that they were hiring and just stuff they were learning and how frustrating sometimes that was and all this stuff. And then come to find out, she was her employer was like, oh, she always helped the new people, always helped him learn the new things. And I'm like, what in the hell? Yeah. But I think it changes your thinking in that you embrace all the rawness that they share with you if you look through it through the lens of they trust me and they can be real with me. That's a gift Yeah. versus them, the walls up and not even sharing. So hard part of the job, painful beauty. But if your kids are venting and sharing and throwing the fits and all the things, it's because they feel safe. I would agree with you. And it's even times where I'm a little jealous of you. I'll share some of the venting. I'm serious. (laughs) Like there's time. I feel like for a dude, I might be more on the emotional side than some. And I do want to connect with my children. I, I hope that they know that. Like I try to connect with them multiple times and I can feel when they don't want to connect back. And that bothers me. Like it physically bothers me 
that they don't want to connect back, but I know they want to connect with you. Oh, there's times they don't want to connect with me. There's times they don't want to talk to me about stuff. But they're going to talk to you before they talk to me. And it's frustrating because I physically, like, I, I'm not a dad that's like, you'll be fine. Don't even worry about it. Get out there, boy. Come on. Hey, girl, what's going on? You look good. Get out there. No, I, I want to connect with my kids. And I can feel that I'm the dad. And so I don't get as much as you get, which I'm sure can be frustrating for you. You wish I had some. As you said, you'd share. So for sure. Yeah. Well, that's the hard part. There's no manual. I think kids think there's a manual. I do. Like an I, encyclopedia. Well, they don't know what that is. A Wikipedia. I think kids think there's chat a Wikipedia. GPT. A chat. You yeah. know what? Maybe I should I should ask chat GPT <laughs> what, um, what are some suggestions in some of these parenting situations that we get into. That might be helpful. Yeah. Might get all the answers. Yeah. But I think the kids think we should know it all. And oh, we I don't. I tell them, like, I don't know what I'm doing. We, we get into discussions in the car and, or, you know, a car ride home from school. And I don't know what I'm doing. So I just go. I trust my gut at that time. And there's times I'm going to make mistakes. I'm not going to get it right. But we're all trying very hard. <laughs> well, the other challenges are so many opinions out there, too. And I think as a mom, we can easily fall into a trap of comparison of what one mom does compared to another mom. I'm not. Oh, my God. She's at school volunteering every yeah, single day. Not me. I'm, if that's you, that's okay. We're not saying it's not. We're just saying every mom is different. Right. And I, that's not that's not me. You know, I'm not a one that's going to show up and volunteer and have the best little treats at the school event or any of that. It's like, <laughs> what can I order from Crumble? I'll show up with Crumble. To your point. <laughs> There are a lot of opinions, right? Yes. And that's the deal. There's so many opinions. And those parents, whether it's mom or dad, aren't in your home. They're not seeing and going through the things that you're going through in your home. And from a dad perspective, what I always tell my kids is opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one and they all stink. So don't think about the other mom's opinion. You think about what's true in your heart and what's going on with your kids. Spot on. Spot on. I'll also say it's a thankless job. You don't a get near the thank yous that you should. I agree with that. I just don't think I, – I don't, I don't tell my mom thank you enough. Like I, I just don't think we got one day a year so to celebrate moms. <laughs> <laughs> That's when everybody says their thank yous. So I would just challenge – Oh, God, Our I listeners. haven't got my mom anything for Mother's Day. Oh, my God. You oh better God. delete that part. No, that she doesn't listen. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. It's fine. <laughs> got to figure that out today. Woof. All right. Oh on that God. note, one day a year. One day a year, honey. Yeah, one day a year. But I'm saying we – I don't do it. I don't thank my mom enough or moms that are doing great jobs. Give them that many kudos to say, hey, I see you. You're doing a great job. So it's a thankless job. And then I would say also – it's really hard to raise kids right now in this crazy world with social media and chat GPT and like all these things you don't, we were just having this conversation earlier. It's like, I try to put myself in the kiddo's shoes with all the different directions they get pulled into from a social media perspective and how they're connected with so many kids across so many different schools because of technology and how everybody's opinions are so vocal out there. It's really hard to raise kids right now. I read an article today before I went on the radio that 
over 50% of, of parents and kids feel like social media is bad for the kids because of mm-hmm. the stress, because of how they're viewed, because of how they're being watched, because of the bullying, all of the things that are happening right now that you and I and a lot of our listeners didn't have to deal with growing up, right? I mean, there's, there's a little off topic, but on topic, there's a Sam Hunt song that came out about a year ago called Breaking Up Was Easy in the 90s. And it was because when you broke up with someone, there wasn't any social media to be like, oh, God, they're out with someone else. Oh, they just said this about me. You just if you didn't see that person at a grocery store or at church, you didn't see him anymore. The breakup was the breakup. Now, if our kids are to date someone and that's a big social media ordeal, right? Not only that, you're changing relationship status on Facebook or Instagram, whatever that looks like, all the things. So it's it's a legitimate, social media is a legitimate nuisance in that regard, where it was created to be something good. It's a nuisance in that our kids, our teenagers are growing up and people are bullying them. They have to worry about every single picture that's posted. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. And, and, and as a mom, I know you worry about it. For sure. Here's what I would say. From a mom perspective, it's the hardest job and it's the most rewarding. At the end of the day, God chose you, uniquely you, to be your kid's mom. So you have to like trust that and trust your parenting style, your judgment, and not not second guess that because you were chosen to be your kid's mom in whatever form that looks like, however you want to define it. There's no rules on how you should show up. What matters is that you have that safe place for your kids, that you love them unconditionally, and that they can count on you. Like at the end of the day, I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves as moms to show up a certain way. It doesn't matter. They just want to be loved unconditionally and and feel safe. I saw this quote the other day that a mother is someone who can take the place of others, but whose place no one else can take. And that's so good because... I think even in blended families, sometimes you, you know, if you have a bonus mom coming in that you could feel a little bit intimidated or like if someone going to take my my job or my kid's going to like that person more. There's a lot of fear around that. But I would just go back to what I just said. God created you uniquely you to be your kid's mama. And and it's OK for other forms of moms to love your kids but just know that no one's going to be able to take your place as their mom. And that's one thing I would just say on on Mother's Day, especially, but really every day, give yourself grace as a mom. I struggle with that. I need to work on that because we're all OK. I, I, he's looking at me like he wants to say something. Well, I, I'm just chime in on what you just said is so powerful. As we started this podcast as a blended podcast about our blended family. Right. Angie truly has always been able to have a great relationship and appreciate the twins and Hallie's bonus mom, Michelle, because she's never been afraid she was going to be replaced by Michelle. She's always known I'm the kid's mom and I appreciate someone else bringing something positive into their life. And she so if loves you're in a, them. Yeah. And so if you're in a blended family and you're listening to the podcast, that's why you started listening to this. You've got to be confident that no one's replacing you. you you're the mom. You cannot be replaced. But you can add great bonus people into your kid's life that love them when they're not around. And trust me, I mean, for Carrie or Brandy, either one, their kids 
Lexi Carter Dane are better off that Angie's in their life than if I was taking care of them on <laughs> on my own every single You're day. You're welcome, ladies. I'm You're just welcome. saying they're better off that you are a part. And my kids would say that because you love them. Michelle loves your kids. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, and she creates that space for them that from just a loving mother perspective that a lot of dudes, you're just not wired that way. So it creates that safe space. And I, I so appreciate that. So I just say, give yourself some grace, especially on Mother's Day, just to know that you're all amazing humans. You're doing a great job with your kids and you just kind of deserve a pat on the back and know that you're enough. As hard as it is, you're enough as a mom. For sure. Also cherish the day. Just enjoy every moment that you can. Take lots of pics and videos and Well, I, I would just say I agree with you all the pics. That's been a philosophy in our home since Hallie passed. Obviously many of you are listening to this today on Mother's Day. We're recording it a couple of days before. Angie's dreading this day. I've already visited with the kids. We all know that we just be prepared for whatever emotions happen that day and go with what's best for her. This is going to be a really difficult Mother's Day because the child that made Angie a mom is now graduated to a heavenly place. And I think that's going to be just not the way it's intended to be, right? So take the pics as a mom and make sure that you appreciate any time you get with your kids or any phone calls or whatever that might be on this Mother's Day because you just don't know. And we're all, because like we said earlier, we don't have a manual or a book on how to parent. We don't have a manual on how to do this first Mother's Day without Hallie. So we're all just going to do our very best when it comes to today and see what happens. So on that note, I would just encourage you to give a shout out to all the moms in your life, whether it's your besties that are moms, your sisters that are moms, your own parents, your own mom, just lift, lift them up. Lift them up on on Mother's Day. But we do want to give a special shout out to those moms that are special to us. You know, we mentioned Michelle, but she's the bonus mom to Chase Summer and Hallie. And she's been such a blessing in all of our lives. And Carrie, who's mom to Lexi and Carter. So wishing her a happy Mother's Day. And Brandy, that's a mom to Dane. I mean, we're a big, blended, messy family. And we couldn't we couldn't do it without all the moms in all forms, right? So just coming together to love on on all of our kids. I got to say happy Mother's Day to my mom. I appreciate her and her efforts. She should cook me breakfast sometime. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. All right, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> this is one request. <laughs> well, and then shout out to my mom, who's given me so much love through this heartbreaking journey. So I'm just so grateful to have her in my life. The extra bonus is she's such an amazing grandma to my kids. And that is such a gift, such a gift that they have with her. Love their grandma, Alice. My kids love grandma, Alice. And they've only known her for about four years. But I can see how much your mom loves all of her kids and grandkids. How you, when I tell people you're the greatest mom I've ever known, I, I can easily see where it comes from. Just, yeah, she unconditionally, like I never doubt that my mom loves me. I just never doubted it. And then I have a godmother, Judy, who's just always been there for me in all of my successes and failures, too. She's always ready for, for a fight for what's right, and I, I love that about her. 
But I especially just want to give a big virtual hug to all the mamas out there who are trying to put a smile on their face this Mother's Day when they're missing a piece of their soul. I know your heartache. I know the struggle and what it takes to put on that brave face each day. So just know you're beautiful, you're strong, and today will suck for Mother's Day when you don't have one of your kiddos with you. I'm so sorry. It's one I say that all the time. I go, I'm so sorry. And she, I know at some point she's like, stop saying it. <laughs> but as, as someone that loves Angie and sees the pain that she goes through every single day and our kids see it, we're all just dreading. I honestly feel like we're almost just dreading Mother's Day for the rest of time, <laughs> right? Because Well, then that makes all of us. Because nothing is the same without Hallie here and do anything just to hear her voice and, and and gosh, you know, maybe that's that's it. Maybe we, we have a lot of recordings. Maybe we'll just sit around and watch recordings of Hallie on Mother's Day today as you listen to the podcast. But if you are missing someone, and unfortunately we know we've lost too many kids in our community this year due to accidents and other things, we know your pain and it's awful. And uh, Or you might not even have your mom, Yeah. right? And so – a lot of times what you think is a joyful day sometimes comes with a lot of pain. So just we're thinking about you if you're missing your mom or you're celebrating Mother's Day without your child. We are praying for you. We care about you. We know that that's hard. But you are strong. You're beautiful. Great moms. Great moms listening. Speaking of great moms, I've said this about you already today. Your strength in everything we've done in the last five-plus months has just amazed me at multiple levels at multiple times. And within the first month of Hallie passing, I went to work for a couple hours one day and I came home and Angie had started a special project for Hallie that I am so excited for. As excited as I am, you're more excited and no one's, all of our family is so proud of you. So do you just like sneak peek, tease, little teaser, little promo, what might happen? I'm scared to talk about it because I'm excited about it. But I, as I mentioned earlier, I've shared with my kids that I will always fight for them. And, you know, we've been, we've been vocal about our story. You know, you start a podcast, you're putting yourself out there on social media, whether, you know, it's our Facebook page, you know, you put your story out there on social media, there's always a risk because you're opening yourself up to critics and negative opinions. That's just part, that's part of social media. Like there's no getting away from that. And we've, we've experienced some of that, but when it comes to my kids, I will say, and I want them to know, I will never, I will never back down. And that's my number one thing. And you know, they experience it, right? Negative comments on Snapchat or people just feel so empowered to share their opinions. Right. Right. Um, Get and that. whether it's gun safety or it's relationship red flags or just sharing our life challenges and our struggles. So I'll circle back to a little teaser of what I've been working on. To Eric's point, when he left one day, I just wanted to write and get my emotions out and tell tell a little story. And so I am working on a special project that I'm so excited to share. But I wrote a children's book about Hallie. And it's a true story with little twists and turns that are unique to her, but also in a way that I think everybody can relate to. And I'm partnering with a young artist that I won't won't reveal yet, but she's extremely gifted 
Uh, the illustrations blow you away. She's so talented. So talented. And I do feel like Hallie's working through me. Like, I feel like she had a hand in, in writing this. And I'm hoping to have it out by October. So more to come. But this mama will not stop fighting for Hallie. And I guarantee you the book will be out by October. She says she's hoping Angie doesn't do things unless she's going to do them. It, it will be out by October. There'll be a children's book about Hallie that it's uh, can't wait. I've, I've read it. I've seen the illustrations. We've shared it with counselors that believe it's going to be something kids are going to want to see and read to empower and build them up. And, and I couldn't be more proud of you. And what has started as a podcast is going to be my best-selling author wife is what's going to happen. So. Well, we'll see. I'm serious. I just want people to read it. Angie has shared repeatedly. I try to share, but they always listen to moms more that we're going to fight for our kids. She's going to fight for her kids. She'll fight for my kids. I'm going to fight for my kids and her kids. That's what's made our family work over the last several years, that we're one big blended family. And so while it's hard at times and sometimes we hear positive, sometimes we hear the negative, we're not going to stop fighting for our kids. And we don't want you to start fighting for your kids either. Keep fighting for your kids. They and I hope, need you. They need you. They want you to fight for them. And I just really just want to wish everybody to try to have the happiest Mother's Day that you can. Cherish the day. You're amazing. Moms, we love you. We thank you. We thank you for listening because you're about 85% of the audience. And uh, <laughs> with that, we hope you have a wonderful week, a very happy Mother's Day, and God bless. Thank you for listening to Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and at blendedblessedalwaysamess.com. Reach out to us on any of our social channels. We would love to hear from you. Have a great week.